Do you doubt your skills, talents, and accomplishments? Do you internalize that with a constant fear of being exposed as a fraud for your skills, talents, and accomplishments? Are the thrills from you celebrating these achievements internally short-lived? But despite the work that you put in, the countless hours, little to no sleep, money, brain cells, energy, prayers, blood, sweat, tears, and a whole lot of motherfucking money. Did I say money and energy, prayers, blood, sweat, and tears? Callous hours, little no sleep. You know, you feel like you should be grateful for the awards that you've gotten. Like, wow, how did I get this? Like, I should be so grateful. You know, but like, you feel like you're constantly, like you're a fraud, you're undeserving. Well, you could be suffering from a long-term psychological reoccurrence phenomenon called imposter syndrome. I suffer from it. So after this episode, you might go down a motherfucking rabbit hole of Google research about imposter syndrome and why you can't feel your feelings because you were never really allowed to have any while you were a child. But like in the end, you'll feel better because there's a name for it. You're not alone. And you put the motherfucking work in so you deserve everything that you have. So disclaimer... An intro. This podcast is for conversation and educational purposes only. I am not a mental health clinician that's allowed to give you medical advice to go do some dumb shit. Yes, I said dumb shit. I do curse to express my individuality. So if that offends you, then please don't fucking listen. Now, y'all, enjoy the show. Are you tired of that bullshit? Tired of that bullshit. Toxic people in relationships. Chronicles, a mental health podcast where we sip tea. Really, my Taylor Port, y'all. You know, I love Taylor Port. Taylor Port, and talk about love, relationships, and mental health. I am your sexy ass creator and host, Nurse Motherfucking Tuki. I am a psychiatric registered nurse, mental health blogger, award winning student of academia, and some, but y'all, that is not why I'm here. I'm actually a divorced mom of two who's been through some shit, going from a toxic childhood to um, enduring toxic relationships. So I'm here to take y'all on my healing journey from victim to victor. And this subject that we're going to talk about today is very, very passionate uh, for me. And it's called imposter syndrome. But first, y'all first, take care of business. If you resonate with this episode and you like my content, please do not forget to like, share, and subscribe. I know y'all hit the y'all hear that shit all the time and hit the notification bell. But please do follow me on any of my audio podcast platforms that you're already tuned into right now. Make sure that you download this episode. So y'all, 
I hate asking for money. You know, I'm an independent type of bitch. But um, I have to you come to the realization that I know that I'm not doing this for money, but this podcast don't run out free, okay? So if you would like to buy me a glass of Taylor Port, uh, my choice of wine, my fave, then you can do so at the link in the description box below to buy me a coffee. You're actually buying me Taylor Port. That's all you got to do. I ain't asking you to send no big donations. Just, 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 just keep a bitch sipping. Let me, you know what, since we're talking right now, let me take a sip. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, um, you can also go to my website at thesexynursechronicles.com where you can listen to archive episodes, read some blogs. You know, what I'm saying right now is going to be exactly on my blogs verbatim, for real, bitch code like that. And you can also shop at my exclusive online store. Y'all, Christmas is coming up. So if you know any fine-ass nurses, this is great gifts, honey. I'm going to put some other shit on there. I'm dating this guy. He like anime. Bitch might have to come with some anime. Chainsaw Man, you know, uh, Bleach. Uh, Bleach, I think is what it's called. And lastly, though, I want to give a special, special shout-out to you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you for um, pouring into me. Thank you for liking, sharing, and subscribing, and hitting that notification bell, and following me, and downloading me, and making your gal feel so special. Do you doubt your skills, talents, or accomplishments, okay? Do you internalize that with a constant fear of being exposed as a fraud? for your skills, talents, and accomplishments. Are these thrills of your successes and your accomplishments short-lived? Like they never happened? Like they deserve more grace than you gave it, but you cut that bit short? Mm. Despite all of the work that you put in, you cut it short. Despite all of the work that you put in, countless hours, Little to no sleep. That means um, late nights, early mornings. Mm-hmm. Money, money now. Your own money. That means you had to believe in your own dream to put this money towards your dream. You did that. Brain cells and energy. Learning something new ain't easy. Yeah. You know, prayers, praying to God above or whoever you believe, your higher power, the divine, the universe, that it all works out. That's called faith. Blood sweats. And a whole lot of motherfucking tears. But then you constantly feel like you don't deserve it. Like you don't deserve what you have. And you live in fear that somebody's going to find out about you. Like you're going to be exposed for exactly who you are. Right? Well, my friend, you could be suffering from a phenomenon called imposter syndrome. So, y'all, let's talk about it. Right after this promotion... So what exactly is imposter syndrome? Y'all, let's dig deep into this bitch. Imposter syndrome is a chronic feeling or chronic feelings of inadequacy, meaning you feel you're inadequate, meaning you feel like you're not good enough or you're not qualified or you're not worthy enough to accomplish a certain goal or you're not worthy of the goals you've been accomplished or you have accomplished already. Like you're not good enough to try for that team or try for that that audition, even though your bitch know you can motherfucking sing or you can motherfucking dance. But you feel like you're not worthy enough. You know, imposter syndrome gives you a feeling of incompetence. That's what it means. Like you're not smart enough. 
Like you're not smart enough to achieve that certain goal or you're not smart enough to apply for that position or you're not smart enough to start that own company or that podcast or that YouTube channel or that book just because you really don't know how to get there but you know that anything you put your mind to you could do it but you still feel like well what's the purpose I'm not really as smart as the smartest people that I really like but you know what I'm not as podcasterish as the podcasters people I really like. Honestly, I never heard, read, or listened to a podcast where I started my own, so can't relate there. However, you feel like you still are not good enough. Y'all know, believe it or not, it, I, I have to really cut some nerve every time I do this for y'all because I feel like sometimes, why should they listen to Nurse Two Keys? Who was Nurse Two Keys? You know, why should you listen to my podcast? Why should you feel what I'm saying? You know, who am I? But, you know, why not? You know, and and sometimes you be like, why me, Lord? He be like, why not? So, you know, if you've already, you know the calling is eating you up, the Holy Spirit is eating you up. You know, you you feel like you should do what you should do what you should do. So you're doing it, but you're also suffering inside because you still feel like a damn fraud. Like you don't deserve to be where you are or you don't deserve to be who you are or um, you shouldn't receive that recognition for that good job you've been fucking doing because you're good at your job or that recognition you got at your school because you killed that damn test. You killed them exams. You, 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 you. The teachers who thought that you wasn't going to never be shit, you, shit. you end up shining on their motherfucking ass. You feel me? Even though, you know, like I said, you're just flat out amazing. You are, if you listen to me right now, listen, y'all, tap the fucking in. Tap, tap, tap in. You are flat out amazing. You know why? Because only flat out amazing come and search for content to make them better. You know, and usually when you look for better, the energy, the energy that you put out in the universe, what you're looking for, it comes right back at you. So you ain't listening to me for no damn reason. It was divine that we are here today. Yeah. And I thank you. Bye, bitch, a glass of Taylor Port. Link in the description below. But anyways, you worked extremely hard to get where you are. You didn't become successful by being lazy, like they said you were, or dumb, or incompetent, or ignorant, or spiteful. You're not successful because you are spiteful, or you are deceitful, or you are a fraud, because karma is a bitch. And nobody's successful who is lazy and dumb and spiteful and deceitful or a motherfucking fraud is going to get far. Because you know what? When you're messing with the divine you, me, the chosen ones, the one who chose to be here to learn, to listen, you know, to educate and inspire, to love, to just be sincere and to just want sincere people around them who work hard, who take care of their family, who go to school or who go to work or who run their business or who have faith or who struggle and want to. If you have a sincere heart, God is going to see you all the way through, baby. And I am so right on that. I'm a living testimony. But I still suffer from imposter syndrome, y'all. It's crazy, ain't it? Period. All this life. But I'm also being transparent to let you know this shit is real. And we're putting a name on it. Okay. And most people who suffer from imposter syndrome are hard 
workers. These are people who do what the fuck they got to do to get whatever fuck they got to get done by any means necessary. They put in that little work every day. Even if it's just putting one foot in front of the other, being able to make your bed, brush your teeth, get your kids off to school, get yourself off to wherever you got to go, or just go back home and lay the fuck back down. Uh If that's what you got to do, Honey, you're winning already because there's some people that didn't get out of bed. Baby, there's some people that didn't that did not open their eyes today. Okay? So every day we have, we're going to make use of it. But we're also going to put a name on it so we know how to deal with this shit. Y'all, it's real. You know, and a lot of people who have imposter syndrome, not only are they hard-ass workers, not just workers, hard workers, all or nothing, they are also perfectionists who go over and beyond. Now, somebody called me one day. They called me an overachiever. I said, no, bitch, I'm a super achiever okay there's a difference when you go over you kill yourself i do kill myself sometimes but it's not the end of the world i'm a super achiever i'm an all or nothing type of bitch no gray area with me no gray area with you black and white okay not gonna mix them and together. you know this unless man. they're on a s'more or a fine ass little white man anyways <laughs> people with imposter syndrome not only are they highly successful they're highly motivated and I'm going to tell you why a little later on why it's a gift and a curse. But you're highly motivated. So the flip side, the, the side that makes it suck so bad with imposter syndrome is because you, 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 you work hard, highly motivated, the go-to person. You get it done. You're the alpha woman. You're the alpha male. You're the one that don't nobody need to play with. Honey, don't come for me unless I send you. Goodbye. Hi, you do? So... <clears throat> You have all this. You have all this hard work, but at the end of the day, you have these successes. But at the end of the day, you have all these things you should be grateful for. But at the end of the day, you still find it hard to internalize your success. Actually say in my mind and realize, damn, Kiki, you just did that. Um, yesterday, I just submitted a seventh. Well, two days ago, I just submitted a seventeen-page paper for one exam. I mean, for one uh, class, and then I just made an eighty-eight. Yes, y'all, thank you. On this other exam, that was totally, surely, for sure, some uh, nerdy type of bitch. The nursing stuff. You got the amino acids, and honey, I'm telling you about all the cytokines, all the interleukins. Honey, how the hard work. Honey, huh? nursing on a master's degree level. Okay. And I passed, but I still want to happy. I bitch didn't make an A, even though I should be happy. Because at the end of the day, I know the shit. I'm moving on to another semester, y'all. Thank you very much. Honey, I start my clinical practicum next year, y'all. Get through next year, honey. The next semester, bitch, going to be a psych MP. You know, it's hard to be genuinely happy for yourself and your success when you have imposter syndrome because you don't really, really believe that you really did it. It's crazy. Like, you're not even who you are. You know, you feel like you don't deserve it. You know, it's still like you're still in shock. You still can't believe the process that you just went through, you know, because, you know, you're so busy now. Okay, well, what's next? I need to do this next. Okay. You know, now that I finish the semester, now I'm all podcast, podcast, podcast. It's time to go to school so I can set myself up for y'all to be consistent because y'all going to buy me some Taylor Port to help me. <laughs> Link in the, the description box below. But um, 
you're I'm I'm setting myself up and it's just like I still it hasn't dawned on me and I still find room for error do you find yourself finding room for error knowing that you did the best that you could do knowing that you clowned on everybody at your job as far as you know performance knowing that you're the best you can just your customer service you can get on the phone and just change a whole person's day or you're a nurse you can touch a person and heal them mentally physically you know uh, spiritually you know you make your difference whether it's just looking at somebody shaking their hand and um, thank you for coming into this business today to support me because without you I would not have a job you know you're so grateful but then you still find room to beat your ass up Mm, 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 you know mm, you're just mm, too mm. damn humble baby you got to stop being too damn humble you're too damn modest does it sound familiar if you agree baby if you agree we are in the same boat we have imposter syndrome so now, y'all, we're going to talk about some signs that you might have imposter syndrome or you're suffering from it. So if you agree with anything that I'm saying below right now, where whatever platform you're listening to, drop a comment. Yes, y'all, drop a comment. Let me know. Okay. You know, put a black heart right there at the bottom. This, this stand for imposter syndrome because our heart's so dark. We so loving. We so caring. We're so perfectionist. We so want to do the right thing. You know, and still feel like a fraud. Ain't that some shit? What kind of shit is that? You know, that? And the actual people that are frauds, they don't have no problem saying that they ain't. Uh-huh. You know, and will live in a fantasy that they are right. Narcissists, y'all. Narcissism, honey. We don't talked about that. All right, so let's talk about signs or ways that you could tell you know because you got to go through a rabbit hole once you find out something about something you got you got to go down a rabbit hole but i'm gonna help y'all keep y'all from going through that so y'all imposter syndrome now it's not in the dsm-5 you know the holy bible of mental illnesses that you can actually diagnose somebody from i'm not diagnosing y'all y'all heard it at the beginning of the episode but um it's a real thing and there's research out there So, according to the American Psychological Association, be in the description below, people who suffer from imposter syndrome constantly feel the pressure to achieve. And this stems from growing up in families who enforce success and achievement. And one moment, they are fucking overly excited for you for doing a great job they're just giving you praise and then the next moment you don't do something right you do something wrong or you don't achieve that goal or that it says or you let them down they become overly fucking ju- judgmental what kind of shit or critical is that? of you and so that gives your brain mixed messages and it feels like well i want to say it's conditional love i like you i love you because you did this and you did great But then the moment you don't, I'm shunning you and I don't make you feel the love. I don't say regardless of, baby, I'm proud of you. Hell no. You might not have did this, baby, but I'm proud of you. Instead of it's, oh, well, it's your fault because you didn't do this. It's your fault because you should have did this. It's your fault because, bitch, you should stop talking to me and I should cut you off because you are lowering my vibration. Anyways, so... There seems to be a common minority ethnic group that identifies with imposter syndrome the most. 
Okay, there's a 2013 study um, from some researchers at the University of Texas at Austin who surveyed ethnic minority college students and found that Asian Americans were more likely than African Americans or Latino Americans to experience imposter syndrome. Now, y'all know how them Asian families do. Honey, you can get something wrong, honey. They're going to smack the shit out of you in your face and hit the damn camera. Yeah, they're going to smack the shit out of you, and you're going to get it right. Like, that's why Asian kids, honey, they, I, I see more of them in the psychiatric community now in my care because of this imposter syndrome. They are they're carrying a heavy load of their family's expectations and validations that they have to strive to live through. And not only are they, you know, trying to fulfill those expectations of their parents or their loved ones, but now they're putting that expectation on themselves and valuing their worth because of themselves now they're going fucking crazy because life is real you know sometimes you have to take that 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 hard love back you have to take that what do you, what do you call tough love back if love is always supposed to be tough then where is the fucking love you know the compassion the empathy the sympathy good lord hell dang you know, interestingly, researchers also found out that imposters' feelings are more strongly predicted in mental health problems than they did in um, stress-related problems to ones of those in a minority status. Didn't I just say that? Uh-huh. Didn't I just say that? Okay. Okay. It be, it, a lot of people put it this way, who have mental illnesses who I see as a psychiatric nurse who works on a unit with the most acute, most sickly patients, bipolar, schizophrenia patients in the entire hospital. I trained on that unit. I've been on that unit for a couple of years now, kind of before I I started this podcast. So I deal with the schizophrenia, the bipolar, the schizoaffective, um, the drug and detox, the borderlines, the narcissists, the sociopaths, um, multiple personalities. I deal with that on a regular basis. You know, it takes one to not one. I bitch could have a multiple personality too, depending on if you're going to take these meds or not. But anyways, I'm just playing. I'm not, but y'all know what I mean. A lot of people who don't even know that they have these kind of mental disorders that do this, this, that's embedded in their genes and their genetics, in times of stress, that's when psychiatric problems like schizophrenia comes out. Now they're, they're in college and they're starting to hear voices. Like um, the Jamie Foxx movie, The Soloist, Love Him. You know, start to hear voices, start to become paranoid, start to go on um, sex addictions, start to go on spending addictions, starting to go on this bipolar, you know, a beautiful mind. I was like, just talk to the little girl one more time. Because I know she's right there and don't nobody know she's right there. But, you know, I have to watch those things, too, to be keep myself in perspective. Because these people hear things and see things that we don't see or hear. But I know that it's there. Yeah. So you're trying to fight against something that ain't even there from a chemical imbalance. And when you involve stress, like trauma from home and school and work and life, that's how these problems come up. 
Mm-hmm. So not only are you a, a over super achiever, but now you have to take medication just to control your attitude. You know what I'm saying? Control your mood, you know, and to, to live in society. Now, I'm proud of those who do because there are plenty of people who take medication for their mental health disorders and they do great. Okay. So I'm all for it, but I'm also for the um, counseling. You got to miss counseling with you. You got to get help. Better help now. I'll put them in the link below. That's who I use. Okay. Uh, but let's just go back. You know, went down my rabbit hole, kind of, sort of. But it's my show. I do what I want. How you do? Minorities, they feel, they have, I feel like they have imposter. I'm a minority. Okay. I worked hard. You know, I'm perfect, a perfectionist. I have this. Um, but not only is being a minority a, 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 a big a risk factor for imposter syndrome, but it's also being different within your minority. So let's just say I'm, I'm African-American. Not only am I African-American, but I'm also uh, a woman. So that's two strikes on me. You know, so it makes me feel like my success makes me feel more fraudulent or more like I don't deserve it more than my white counterparts, you know, or my or my African-American male counterparts. Because, you know, when you're a minority, people don't expect for you to do good. They don't expect for you. They think, oh, you're just here in this country or, you, you know, people always have judgment, judgmental moments. If it ain't white, it ain't right. Well, bitch, you wrong. And I'm going to say it on this song, honey. Minority or not, you know, we are all capable. We all bleed blood, piss, urine, breathe oxygen and carbon dioxide. Therefore, we and life is not always set in stone. Life is fluid. Therefore, we all have the same opportunities every single day to to be one step to our next goal yeah. okay so but like i said african-american black woman just let's just say if i was a lesbian you know let's just say if i, I was a white guy but i'm a lesbian i mean i'm a, I'm a lesbian let's be honest i know most white guys who are straight are lesbians but no if i'm a gay white man or i'm a gay japanese man not only does that Japanese strike against me, I'm gay too. So society is going to look at him like, oh, you don't deserve, or that's how he feels. When I'm going to tell you something, the most unique people come from the most unique places like you and I. And so we need to be grateful for that and embrace that and, and, and embrace who we are. Because I'm going to tell you something about imposter syndrome. I'm sorry. I'm just going to put it out there. There is no cure. Okay, we're going to dig a little deeper into that um, a little later in the episode, but there is no cure. So we got to put in ways to motivate ourselves. So if you are a unique, if you are a a unicorn, if you are different from your peers, you're the genius. Don't be a Virgo, too. (laughs) Shout out to all my Virgos. Anyways, there are some other unique qualities that are pretty obvious. Or might not be so obvious that um, you have imposter syndrome. So I want to say another thing is imposter syndrome is frequently associated with generalized anxiety disorder. So generalized anxiety disorder um, is a disorder where you feel anxious, but you feel anxious all the time. And not only for all the time, but for no damn reason. Out the blue, you could be driving down the street 
and you just start, your heart start beating. You're like, why am I anxious? Anxious means, if you don't really understand what the word anxious means, it means to put in feelings, it means you feel nervous. Restless means you can't sit in one spot. You have to keep on moving. You feel just feel nervous, you know, and, and it's horrible because it's also a show associated with social anxiety disorder. That's why a bitch be recording this motherfucker a thousand times and being here breathing, smoking a thousand cigarettes and drinking a whole damn bottle of Taylor Park. In the description box below. How you do? That's why I do it to calm my mind down. Even though I know I'm just, it's me here, I understand that there are thousands of people out here listening to me right now all over the country. From from the Republic of Moldova all the way to Canada. I mean, India. I mean, everybody's listening. Everybody, no matter what ethnicity you are, whatever, no matter what minority you are, we all suffer from this because a lot of us have... Um, dealt with these type of symptoms from families who we had in the past who were just overzealous of our successes in our future. Like, like they kind of wanted to live their life through us. So that's why they critiqued us so much when they really had their own fucking time. So now you can't be yourself. You're nervous all the fucking time. Got stomach issues. Got a shit for no reason. Like, your stomach always hurt. You know? And then, you know, social anxiety. But, however, I am being an example to y'all to show y'all that you can do this. You can have that podcast uh, episode uh, a platform. You can have that YouTube channel. You can write that book. You can start that business. You can do it. If I'm doing this shit right now and being transparent with you guys, you can do it. You know, I don't see a lot of people who have imposter syndrome who don't have anxiety. So if you do, I'm letting you know it's a real thing. It's okay. You know, that's why you have to put things in place when you feel anxious, like your playlist. You know, or if it's if it's just to call a friend, you know, to express it. Now, don't go in the whole thing where you go into well, what happened to this and what happens to that and what and then you're talking to your friend now you're in tears. And it's like, no, bitch, bring it back. Bring Bring, bitch, bring it motherfucking back. Come back. Okay? Because I'm going to tell you something I always say. When you're living in the past, you're usually depressed. When you're living in the future, you're usually fucking anxious. But when you're in the present, like we are right now, listening to the sound of my voice, you are at peace. So let's be at peace right now. Let's not worry about what happened yesterday. Now, let's not worry about what has to happen three months from now or tomorrow. Let's be in the now. And one thing I've learned, let's be in the now. Let's focus on what we can do today to change tomorrow. And bitch, when we get to tomorrow, we'll worry about that. But tomorrow, don't come for me unless I send you. Period. You know, and so like, Having this anxiety and achieving these successes, a lot of times you're blaming on luck or a fluke. Man, I just got lucky. I was just at the right time, at the right place, at the right time. I just got lucky. But I'm going to tell you about something about being at the right place at the right motherfucking time. God orders our steps. If you don't believe in God, Jesus orders our steps if you don't believe in jesus the universe orders 
our steps. If you don't believe in the universe, in the universe, the divine orders our steps. Okay, the law of attraction orders our steps. So what you put out there. You know that you've been a good person. You know that you've given your job everything that you have. You know that you've worked overtime. You know that you've been supportive. You know that you've been doing it by yourself, but you still some kind of way. Find a way to get yourself out the motherfucking bed and put one foot in front of the fucking other. Okay? Okay. You still do all of this. You're not lazy. You're not out here tricking people. You're not out here trying to fry people. You're not taking people's IDs. You're not out here selling coochie. I mean, but you know what I mean. You're not out here doing things for the wrong reasons, for the wrong things. One thing I know about God, and I'll put this on my entire podcast in my life, that if you have a sincere heart, and you have confessed that to God, and you put in the work, and you can, and you got faith. The fourth thing, honey, it's a done motherfucking deal. Amen. It's a done motherfucking deal because if you put all those things in place, there's no way. And if you if you want to challenge me, please do. I love to hear about your success. I want you to do good. You know, get out your fucking head, man. Get out your head. Okay, you know, it's like you, you blame everything on luck or a fluke. No, God put you in that place for that moment. God made it to where you could be late to work so you can run into that person that you want to work, run into if you want late to work. God put you on that shift on that that on that department that you normally wouldn't work at. But you're working there for a reason. God put you on the phone on the wrong number. And talk to somebody and something happened or God put you in position so you could get what the fuck you need to get. The universe put you in position. So there's no such thing as luck or fluke. Everything is divine, y'all. If you agree, make sure you uh, hit that like, share, subscribe. Give me some uh, a glass of Taylor Port and comment that shit. How you do? Y'all. You know, and you be instead of being happy, you be relieved that it's over. Your success is over. No, stop being so fucking humble, man. You know, another thing, too, is people with imposter syndrome, you're always looking for validation from your authority figures, such as your boss or somebody you look up to as far as a family member, like your mom or your dad. And you give them more power to dictate whether you're successful or not. I've done that. That's normal. You know, as a child, you're you're trying to... Um, to to gain the respect and validation of your parents by tying your shoes or saying your first words or going to school and making some good grades or taking out the trash. You know, these things, you know, you, you look for that validation. And in a lot of toxic homes, when you don't get that validation, it makes you feel small. And those small validations, small invalidations, over time, it's just like trauma. It builds up to this, like, this ego that you have or this pride that you have or this imposter syndrome that you have that you have to look towards others in order to feel like you're doing something. Like, look, mommy, you're riding the bike, but you're like, look, mommy, I'm riding the bike. I see you motherfucker riding the damn bike. But what the hell, boy? You know, instead of, great job, Johnny. 
Ride that bike. Ride that bitch. You know? Or, boss, look, I came in on time every time. Every day. I'm here for you. And they ain't even, they like, can you get my coffee? What kind of shit Thank is that? Thank you. All right. See you later. And you're like, damn, they don't even notice me. You know, or you want that uh, that um, that okay from your parents. Like, you know, is this the right job for me? You know, you look towards your parents because that's the first per- the first people in your life that give you your nurture, your support, to give you titty milk, you know, the, the last dollar they have. They give you, you know, your life lessons that, that follow you or these life toxic, you know, endeavors, these traumas that, you that follow, but these are your first experiences of people's, your parents. So you want that validation because in a healthy home, the shit we see in the movies, we just want our parents to be so great, you know, so supportive, but you don't get that over time. And so you're still trying to be a fucking perfectionist, trying to reach a goal, trying to validate people that will never validate you. If I waited for validation to start this podcast, I would not be on episode number 13 right now because if I thought about all the backlash that I would get for speaking my truth, mm, 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 mm. then I wouldn't even done this shit. But the thing is, I know that I'm speaking my truth and my truth is real and my, and, and my feelings are valid and my, my, my beliefs, you know, they mean my morals. They mean a lot to me. I validate myself. And once you get to that level of validating yourself, man, the world, that means you don't give a fuck. That means you give no fucks, okay? You only have so many fucks in your bucket to give, okay? You got, just say your kids, let's say I got five buckets in my bucket to give. That's my kids, maybe a fuck it, you know, like fuck, no, not fuck it. Maybe my job, maybe getting something to eat, maybe cleaning my kitty litter, Doing some homework. Those are the, the five fucks I give about. You know, life don't don't revolve if I don't do those things. But other than that, if it don't revolve none of them fucks I done already gave, I'm out of my fuck it bucket. My fuck bucket. So fuck you. And fuck anybody else that's got something to say about it. So while we're at it, fuck it. Let me hit y'all with my favorite, one of my favorite segments of... The Sexy Nice Chronicles podcast, Dear Kiki. Kiki, I've been dating this guy for a few months now, and he's still holding on to his key from the apartment he shared with his ex. I'm really wanting us to start with a clean slate, but I feel like every time I ask him or I inquire about him returning the key to her, there's a reason why he can't. Either he has to wait for her or he has to wait to hear back or it just always seems to be some kind of block there as if he has an attachment. Could I be wrong about this or do you think that I'm just overthinking it and maybe it's not a big deal to return the key? Do you think you can help me out? (laughs) Bitch and I, honey, whew, see, you know, what kills me is when you get into a new relationship with somebody, uh, all the people that you was trying to get on with or you wanted some kind of relationship with, you know, that you was you really want something to go there with, thought that, were, that was going to be something. 
you know, all of a sudden they go astray. You finally find somebody that you like. Somebody that's there for you. Somebody that is fucking consistent in communication. Somebody that shows you they they give a fuck. They're not um, passively listening. Like, mm mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that bitch crazy. No, they're actively listening because they're throwing the shit that you say back at you. That you know they give a fuck about you. You know, you find somebody to help you, you know, Pay the bills. You know, it might not have a lot of money, but throw you something here or there. Take you out on dates. Make you feel like a motherfucking lady. Then here come these scrub ass Judas's, Judalisa ass niggas, bitches. <laughs> so now they want to, they confess they're in dying love. What the hell? Now bitch is moving on. She done moved on and moved on her own little thing. He done moved on. Y'all done moved together. And you have to leave the baggage that you had behind. You know what I'm saying? You have to leave that shit behind to start your future because now you're going to be stuck with this shit. Bag lady. I don't want a copyright a copyright claim, but y'all know what the fuck I'm saying. You know, and, and they always leave. Your ex always want to leave some shit or, you know what I'm saying, keep keep some of your shit behind. Or whether it's a toothbrush, a pair of shoes, or, you know, just, just something to say. Oh, you forgot your this over here. You know, nigga, I don't give a fuck about that hair world ass, uh, $2 Dollar Tree ass, whatever the fuck I was trying to do. I know, honey, you just, that cheap ass bracelet. Yeah, I left a cheap ass bracelet over nigga house. So cheap, I forgot about it. I'm like, what bracelet? And I'm saying, like, oh, that cheap shit. Dude, get the fuck off my phone. What do you really want to say? Because you're not calling about no cheap ass bracelet or a key. Now, granted, you know, if he still has stuff there, now, I don't really know y'all's situation. But I'm just saying, like, I don't give a fuck if it's a key. I don't give a fuck if it's a french fry. Bitch, I don't care if it's uh, a, a sprinkle of dust on my fucking ass. I don't give a fuck. If it bothers me, it bothers me. Okay? And when I bring something to you, this is what a, a, a well. This is what a fake nigga gonna do. He gonna be like, man, you tripping, man. You ain't even supposed to feel like that. You first of all, don't tell me how to fucking feel, y'all, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let a bitch, oh no, nigga, tell you how to feel because you have your feelings for a reason. Y'all know I'ma preach this Marnet motherfucker till it go dead, dry, died, dry, dead in the fucking sky. You know what the fuck I'm trying to say? Hell. You know, we talked about it earlier. You remember about validation? We want to seek acceptance or want acceptance from our family members and friends. The ones whose opinions never really gave a fuck, especially now if you're grown and you're paying your own bills and doing your own thing and you have less drama without them. Fuck them people. Fuck them. Fuck them, girl. Fuck them. Fuck them, girl. Fuck them. Ah, fuck them, girl. Fuck them. Fuck them. Period. I swear. And that's all the fucks you have to give. That was really like 14 today that I just gave all together on this episode. So now y'all can see my fuck bucket is really in the negative right now. Um, But yeah, like I said, people's opinions and shit that don't matter shit, you don't need that validation. But you want that validation from your partner. Now, this is they validate your that your feelings are valid to them. 
and their feelings are valid to you. So if you have a problem with a motherfucker that can't give his key back, I don't give a fuck for what reason. Then that means he's not for you because I actually know who sent this. I can't say no names anonymous, but she is a fucking beautiful, beautiful individual. And any nigga that can't get with that, this ain't that. You know what I'm saying? Respect. Boundaries. It's a boundary for you to still have communication with your ex-bitch when we're together now. You know what I'm saying? And if it bothers me, you address it. Y'all, the moment a motherfucker don't want to address your shit... I think I don't went distorted. A, mo- a time a mo- when a motherfucker don't want to address your shit and just say, just even acknowledge it, you don't even have to agree with me. But just say, okay, I understand. Okay. But don't make me feel like I'm going crazy now, because then, bitch, I really am going to be going crazy ham. And that's what you're going to think when all your shit's out in the front and I'm having a fucking yard sale. Stop playing with me. Please do? stop playing with me. I will I will motherfucking Angela Bassett, yo, waiting to exhale your ass. Bitch, you're going to be waiting to exhale because you're going to be suffocating from me, choking the shit out of you. Stop playing with me. And give that motherfucking key back. Honey, anything else, honey, we can buy it again. If it bothers you, it bothers me. If you're happy, then I'm happy. And that's how the fuck it should be. And if he don't want to abide, then let that motherfucker slide. Do you hear me? Scoot on that ass. But at least give him an opportunity. Tell him how you feel. Sometimes you got to tell a nigga a couple times. I ain't going to lie, they a little slow. But after you understand that this motherfucker understand what the fuck you trying to say so he can understand and you still don't got no understanding? Mm-mm. Like SWV? No understanding? No one, two, three? Nigga like eight, nine, ten? Seven, four, three? I don't know. But if he's not validating your feelings and making you feel like, okay, I understand then there ain't no understanding. And I'm just gonna put it that way. But you know, give him a try. Listen to him, be open. You know, we be ready to snap off on the nigga. Show, do. But you got to watch them bitches, too. Because yeah. the bitches, the, the little exes, honey. Honey, I know you only gave me so much information. I'm taking it either way because I'm just, I just want to make sure we hit our bases. You got to watch out for them, too, because the man may not even be interested in the women. But these hoes be so motherfucking desperate. You know what I'm saying? They be so, so worried, so bothered. You know, like, y'all, y'all, he's with me. He's here. He's in my face. How you do? I'm sitting here while I'm talking to you, bitch. What's up? Sometimes you got to put a nigga on. And just to make sure there's an understanding that they're not playing both parts, bitch, put them motherfuckers both on the phone. Make sure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So she can hear and you can hear and we can see how it's going to work out. Because somebody's going to be, there's always three sides to the story. There's your side, their side, and the motherfucking truth. So if we got to put it together, honey, let's confront this shit. Because at the end of the day, somebody's going to be like, uh, 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 uh. And if they both, uh, 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 then they can be like, uh, 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 up out my motherfucking face. That part, bitch. Goodbye, hello, and good night. Well, y'all... I love y'all. Thank you so, so much for listening. If anything I said, if y'all haven't already, like, share, subscribe, hit that notification damn bell, and buy me a glass of wine so I can keep this bitch going, y'all. You never know. By the end of the year, I am manifesting that I could do this full time, and y'all will give 
y'all shit full time and we can do this full time and have a good damn time. But regardless, it's still gonna get done because I am the Sexy Nurse Chronicles podcast, a mental health podcast where we sip tea, talk about love, relationships, and mental health. I love you guys. I thank you guys. I will see you and hear you and feel you in the next episode. Ow.